0: Hello and welcome back to episode 6 of What's Her Name Again podcast with Anya and Elapitha. Thanks for joining us.
1: Hi everyone. What is happening? Nothing much, love. Feels like it's like the days are just flying in. Oh
0: my god, I literally to record again. was thinking the same thing. I felt like I was sitting in this position recording the podcast like five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Yeah, we're back to work and we're
0: busy and it's like, oh my god, it's recording day. I know, back to work in two jobs, don't know myself anymore. I don't
1: know how you do it,
0: honestly. Honestly, Worked nearly 70 hours last week and went out on Sunday night and got absolutely smashed to um, <laughs> celebrate that and ended up yeah. completely dying,
1: dead, wrecking Meet yourself, on Monday. Won't be doing that again I anytime soon, that's for sure. I was the same. My hangover dragged out, like, Monday and Tuesday. It was awful. Um, But, yeah, it was so nice to get out to, to like, the bars again, though.
0: Yeah. Did you um, find
1: everything a wee bit different?
0: I was very mixed emotions about it, to be honest. I was like... Justin to get out for a pint and in the national it was fine because we were all at a massive table and there was loads of us and the girl was bringing drinks over which was grand but see when we went to thompson's like thompson's is obviously like the party club where you go to and dance and it's that time of the night and then we were all just had to stay in the same seat and because there were so many of us that had to split us over like three different tables so it was just really really weird
1: mm-hmm yeah but that's kind of like the guidance at the minute as well. Like you can't really have big groups of, I know. of people out and stuff. Um, no, there was just two of us out, like. But it was just nice to get.
0: A yeah, of drinks, I think for a, a date night, like it's fine because it mm-hmm.
1: obviously is only the two of us. But
0: see, for like, if you're going out to have a have a night proper night out with your mates, it's just not the same, and mm-hmm. it's a waste of money if um,
1: yeah yeah uh, no i think it it's like a nice it's not na- like a nice like if it was just you and maybe one or two mates going out mm-hmm. for like a bit of food and a bit of cocktails but it's not like a night out yet.
0: yeah no, i don't think you not. can get
1: that kind of same mm-hmm. feeling but i think in a wee while things will be pretty back to normal and then you can get back to thompson's and get your shots Un- and get your unless there's a second wave which is scaring me a wee bit oh really have you been thinking about it but i've
0: been seeing so many things and i'm like what second wave is that actually going to happen but do you know what, yeah. see, see, at the end of the day, like, the hangovers We just... survived the first one, so... I know,
1: I know. We'll survive a second one if it happens. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Uh, fingers crossed. Oh, God.
0: No, don't. My anxiety's <laughs> gonna go through the roof
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> so, what we were deciding to talk about today in uh, this week's podcast... Um, we were just talking about it over the last couple of days. Things we wish we had been told when we were younger. Yep. This is a realization of kind of being in your what? Late Late twenties. We're not really old. Wait, but what we're age not you? really twenty seven. You're twenty seven. Mm-hmm. I'm twenty six.
0: So we're into so yeah. much
1: slack. But you're not you're not like you're definitely not old by any kind no. of anyway, way. But you're, just you're just not a number. Like super young. You're not super young either. Like you're not just coming out of uni or just coming out of school. Well, or not me anyway. Of you're, you're coming out. Of, you're just coming out of uni. Well, you will be anyway. <laughs>
0: Still got a year left.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, we were just talking about different things that we wish we had knew, and we wish we had been told. We wish we had mm-hmm. been more aware of, so that we could save ourselves a load of fucking heartbreak or stress. And Money yeah, worries. so. Do you want to start off the topics? Yeah, so
0: first topic for me is, is quite personal for me, um, of, of one thing that I really wish that I was taught when I was growing up would be like that you don't actually have to go to university to make something of yourself or to be sort of like a, a good person or whatever. Like I always had it drilled into my mind. I don't know whether it was just the school I went to or the people I was surrounded with, that I had to go to university to get a good job and to earn a lot of money. When in reality, Mm -hmm. I dropped out of university within six months and I was able to make a good living for myself for the next five years before I sort of, like, decided to go again. Mm -hmm. But it was just one of them things. Like, it would have saved me so much hassle, stress, money if I had have known this, like, when I was younger, do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I wish I had been told that, um, not that you have to go to uni, but, you know, you can wait. Like, you mm-hmm. don't have to go to uni right now. You can mm-hmm. wait until you're more yeah. aware of what it is that you really like. You know, I think I'd done, like, 80, meeny, miny, mo between my, like, my results between, because <laughs> my high levels were music, Dance, drama, English. Yeah. So it was between literally English, music and um, a dance course. Mm-hmm. And I just decided last minute because I was like, mm, I don't really know what I want to do. But apparently, uh, you know, you have to go. So I yeah. have to decide. Whereas, yeah. you know, if someone had to to me, take a year out, you know, work, you know, travel a wee bit and mm-hmm. then decide based on what it, your actual interests are. Yeah. I think it would be very different. Yeah. Because I, th- I think you waste, like, you waste, like, your first couple of years trying to figure out what you want to do anyway, absolutely. you know? Absolutely. Like, you don't absolutely. take the course seriously. I know. And I think for for me personally as well, like,
0: I chose to do law based on an unrealistic work experience. So mm-hmm. my work experience, I went to a solicitor's and the mm-hmm. solicitor's was, like, um... One that did like murder cases and high profile cases, which isn't realistic for what you want to do going into law. And I was brought into all these like sort of murder trials and rape trials for the week that I was there. Oh, Jesus. I know. It was intense and that's what made me like fall in love with it. But I don't think people who do that realise how small criminal law is in a law course. And -hmm. there's me going in and getting handed, I mean, books upon books of stuff that I had absolutely zero interest in learning or wanting Mm -hmm. to be a part of and I can remember just breaking down being like I this is not what I want to do like this doesn't meet up to my sort of expectations of what a lawyer was because I would base it on sort of tv (laughs) as silly as that
1: sounds yeah or you're not really told you know there's certain courses that you're not really it's not really explained what the actual job roles that you can go for yeah. are. And there's a lot of job roles that you don't need a particular degree for, but you just need to have that kind of knowledge mm-hmm. that you would get from doing a degree. Well, this is what I find. I have m- my job is completely unrelated to what I've done in uni, mm-hmm. but I find that what I learned between the degree and my master's was just skills on how to. Present my opinion and present things in general and just like have the confidence to like put forth ideas and you know speak up for myself and which is you know that that has all really helped me you know the the things that you do like presentations and stuff at the time like oh my god like when I was doing presentations in uni I could have like literally got a sick note to not go (laughs) into it because I was so petrified of speaking in front of people but see now it's just given me so much more confidence whenever I'm dealing with like different people from work you know so yeah but do you not think like you should be being taught that in
0: school never mind university because I know for a fact how many people who are in my life right now who have spent three or four years doing a degree and don't end up in a job anything similar to it and it's just the skills you need it's not the actual knowledge of what you're doing and that particular topic yeah there could be a whole different way of going going about that instead of you having to spend thousands and thousands of pounds a year mm-hmm. to learn something that you're never going to use.
1: Yeah. I think that in school, what you're taught about uni, what you're taught about jobs is just so generalized. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that anyone ever sat down with me and said, okay, these are the topics that you're doing. This is what you're good at. This is where would you potentially... Like, I never had that conversation with anyone yeah. in careers, whatever topic that was. Like, we actually had a class called careers, didn't we?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. um like it was just it was never like for me it was never discussed in a realistic way you know yeah what I could potentially do from that
0: I am like going to myself how can people who run a school expect 17 and 18 year olds to know what they want to do from for the rest of their lives
1: Mm -hmm. like straight
0: off the bat yeah you have it like a year to process and you pick your subjects but Sometimes you don't like those subjects and you change your mind and that's all like a process of learning and growing up
1: sort of thing. But
0: do you think st-
1: that... Yeah. Sorry, do you think that maybe the fact that when you're 17, 18 and you're sitting your A-levels, you them pl- placing more of an expectation about you going to uni is probably going to help with their overall stats? So probably. if they start telling people you don't have to go to uni... You're gonna mm-hmm. see probably grades not yeah. be as high, so it might have to do with that. You know the pressure yeah. of kind of uni is a definite thing. Is probably a lot to do with yeah. their expectations for um for courses.
0: Yeah, obviously they have to like they have to do that, but like I would have liked to even know from other people around me, not just obviously in school, but like from. Mm-hmm from friends and family around me that uni wasn't like wouldn't have to be my only option that I could like take a year out and go and travel or go and do other things. Whereas I made the mistake of going and dropping out without knowing sort of where I wanted to go
1: or do with my life and wasting Mm -hmm. so much money. Like Yeah. See no one no one in my family actually had went to uni. Mm -hmm. So it was this kind of expectation that Oh, well, we didn't go, so you have to. You have to go, you know. Yeah. And here, I don't regret going at all. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel like, yeah, there. You know, the advice that I would have liked to have got was probably like, you don't need to know right now. You can go in a couple of years. There's so many like mature students in in courses, and um, you know, you can take your time and decide what you want to do.
0: Yeah. Well, it took me five. What five or six five years I think to actually find a course that I wanted to do so I started uh-huh. doing law to start dropped out of law and then I applied for um what was it like sociology or social policy or uh-huh. something and got accepted into that course and didn't end up going to it um uh-huh. and then took five years out to like yeah. travel and work and then it was only then that I realized sort of what i wanted to do but like i think you need to be given sort of even like a month or two between like choosing i don't know i don't know how to explain myself you know the way yeah, like you're you, you're you choose when you're in school uh-huh i think you should be or given- do you think maybe
1: the semester should start in like january after yeah. you finished your a-levels maybe yes. give you a couple of months of yeah you know I think so. thinking Mm-hmm. yeah definitely but I do envy it in the way that you know you're at the you know you kind of know really what you want to do and you're more secure in mm-hmm. in your choice and what you're doing in uni
0: yeah. Um.
1: and I I would love to go back and redo my course with the kind of I don't know I don't want to say knowledge but you know what I mean with the kind yeah. of better with a more mature mindset I would love to learn the stuff properly rather than mm-hmm look at it and go, oh, what, is, what the fuck is this shit? Do you know what I mean? I name? know, I know, because I I compare sort
0: of my my first, obviously, semester or two at my first degree compared to my first semester of my second one. And the difference mm-hmm. is unbelievable as uh, obviously when you're 18, you're just partying and I lived in the Holy Lands and it wasn't about going to uni and learning for me. It was about the party. Whereas mm-hmm. now, like it's about getting a proper education and I'm so much more focused on yeah actually learning and getting the grades that I want like my my grades when I was in first semester law were 40s and 50s and my grades when I was in first semester of business and IT were 70s and 80s and it kind of just shows you like the jump from being secure and actually wanting to learn rather than Mm -hmm. sort of forced to learn there because
1: by default yeah 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 absolutely no 100% and I think this kind of brings us on well to like the next um topic that we're thinking of um the next advice that we would give ourselves (laughs) is definitely that you should definitely not put an age limit on things that you want to do and you know you shouldn't be like for me I think I think my overall kind of You know, trajectory was like twenty six married, twenty eight kids, and like (laughs) I know it it (laughs) literally twenty seven does
0: not. But things never work out the way you plan for it, either. Mm -hmm. Like definitely not. Like I always said, by thirty, I'd have all of that, and thirty was the age. And that's the Yeah, not why happening. is
1: 30 the cutoff point? Why I don't know, I think I it's think drilled into your mind from when you're from when you're younger. For me, I've really felt it. Like as soon as I turned twenty five, I was like, okay, I need to get all the things, all the fun things out of the way before I'm 30 because like after you're thirty you couldn't possibly do any of that. Mate, and I, like that's that's not really true. Like, but that's that's how I feel still. I still feel that kind of pressure.
0: Yeah. Well, do you know what? I kinda got over it last year, like I, I thought about it a lot the year before, and then last year I was kind of like, you know what? I have the whole of my life ahead of me to do things. Yeah, like mm-hmm. for a woman, our biological time clock like ticks out. But do you know, at the end of the day, things are going to happen the way they happen. And yeah, that's just a that's just a thing you have to entrust in, whatever you believe in. Like if it's the universe, if it's God, if it's nothing. Yeah. do you know what I mean? Like you, you just need a blah. I bleh.
1: think that the I think that it's more um. It's more suitable for women as well. A lot mm-hmm. more women would feel the pressure because of that yeah. biological thing. Um, mm-hmm. And there is some reason to it. You know, obviously your chances and, you know, all that dark details, which everybody, like every woman knows, woman knows about, yeah. um, goes down like between 30s and 40s. But like, I remember my mum went to the doctors like maybe last year or so. And I think they were talking about something like that there. And the, and the doctor says, you know, my mum was like 46 at the time. And, mommy was, and she'd said you know, you're pretty, you're pretty healthy, you know, you wouldn't have an issue with having another baby if you wanted to. But And, and my mum was like, what? I thought that was like, I don't, I I thought that was like a myth that you can't have kids after 40. And she was like, no, absolutely not. Especially, you can't, uh, you know, every body is the same. So if you've taken care of your body and if you're quite, you know, you're not, you know, unhealthy and you're Mm -hmm. quite fit, you know, there's absolutely no reason. You know, obviously your chances are lower of conceiving and stuff like that there. But, on general terms you can still have a baby you know so for her to get that advice last year i was like oh jesus okay so maybe like because i always thought you know you have to have babies pre-30 you know Mm -hmm. and it's like this ridiculous kind of like rush and expectation whereas Mm -hmm. it's like it's just not it's not feasible for everybody like everyone's not going to be on that same same road like no and you know what
0: like see when I was see when I was what 21 I think when I was in a relationship I literally was I was going to be married and have a baby like as soon as I could like that's the vision I had for myself but Mm -hmm. see now that I'm completely by myself and I've been
1: single for years now I can't actually picture it anymore (gasps) oh my god Anya I don't know what it is I literally feel the same I feel like the older that I've got I the less broody and yeah. less wanting to have a family i mm-hmm. think if you had asked me when i was like 21 22 i would have been like yes babies uh-huh. still gonna have one by the time i'm 26 can't wait to have a family and now i'm like i am so selfish it's i want literally... to do all this stuff for myself like i don't want to <laughs> have kids like like i couldn't see it far enough at the minute no i know same i'm like get, get me a puppy yeah i'll have 15 golden retrievers before i have a kid <laughs> You know, imagine so me that me this time next year having like a kid or something <laughs> I know I know stop uh,
0: nice. <laughs> Hi, Auntie Anya. so I was like talking about daddy in the kitchen earlier about um because I'm thinking about giving up my car so that I can sort of save money to go away next year uh-huh. like towards the end of next year I like want to go to Australia for the year and um he turned around to me in the kitchen and was like you want to go away he was like you know you're no spring chicken anymore <laughs>
1: Oh my god. I <laughs> know. Oh I was fuming Bad I was dad like, award.
0: I was tell like him, tell him to listen it to this. Is
1: podcast. Just a, it is just a number. <laughs> yeah, tell him to listen to this podcast whenever he's finished. I <laughs> know. Oh so yeah, I suppose it's like not setting an age limit to the things that you want to do and understanding that different people around you are gonna go at different paces, they are gonna want different things and you shouldn't be worried about not having kids or not Mm -hmm. having the ultimate profession or the degree by such and such an age go at your own pace and just enjoy it
0: like at the end of the day like there's out of my friendship group most of them are on their way to being married and having kids and getting mortgages and all that and there's probably one or two of us in the friendship group that aren't and if and also with another friend outside of that um, we're completely both in the same boat, like still living at home, like still single, no intentions of anything. And it's so nice to have sort of both sides of it so you don't feel that way. Yeah, you don't feel under pressure. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. like for for anyone that's listened to this, if you do feel under pressure to be doing something by a certain age, know from people like myself who have went through that pressure that you don't need to have that burden on your life because everything's going to happen at the pace it's supposed to happen at. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. True thing. You know what I mean? Yes. We're like the wisest of the wise. I am not wise at all. (laughs) So, have you got another kind of wish I had a known? um, I do. I, I think one
0: massive aspect for me growing up which I wish a lot of people had known is we're in school when we were younger we're not taught to take care of our our heads like our mental state, our mindfulness at all Mm -hmm. like I can't pinpoint a time throughout my younger years that I was ever taught about sort of mental health or anything
1: and I Mm -hmm. think for
0: our generation growing up it's a massive thing and for the sort of things that I went through when I was younger and had to deal with by myself in my own head to have some sort of knowledge of how to deal with that would Mm -hmm. have been so helpful for like traumas that I went through Um, so I think sort of really educating yourself on how to take care of your mind journaling, breathing exercises sort of finding what settles you and what makes you happiest in your head is something Mm -hmm. that you can take so much from
1: yeah I think the big thing is when you're younger you're very susceptible to other people's opinions especially if they're older than you yeah so you take older people's word as absolute gospel whether that's Mm -hmm. your parents whether that's you know family or friends and that's not always the case I think Mm -hmm as you get older you become more sympathetic to people that were in quotes older than you yeah to think they don't have all the answers do you know what I mean and they're not Mm -hmm. always equipped to give you the right advice you know so I would have loved this this was actually this was a bit of advice given to me when I was younger um that you don't always they actually said like I was it was some sort of argument or something was going on and it was my it was actually my god my godparents had said to me you know you don't always there's like a there's a little switch in your head and sometimes you just have to switch it off and not listen like you don't have to take in the type or every bit of information that's around you but you know it's very hard whenever you're younger to kind of decipher that you know it would be nice to yeah it would be definitely nice to be guided on you know boundaries Mm -hmm. and setting your own boundaries making sure that you can say no to things Mm -hmm. not feeling under pressure to look a certain way or be a certain way and just you know yeah I think it has a lot to do as well with how you
0: actually speak to yourself inside your head
1: mm -hmm, like yeah
0: if you're So, like, take, for example, like, a lot to do with a few years ago when I was, like, calling myself fat and saying I'm ugly and, do you know, like, just negative words like that that sort of turn yourself into not liking yourself, which Uh doesn't, like, which doesn't allow you to be inside your head or like being inside your head when that's the place you are most so you yeah. need to make it a nice place to be. So speak to yourself nicely. Mm-hmm. And sort of show gratitude and and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, definitely. But I think that's a big that's a kind of wider topic of kind of well being. Yeah. That definitely. um I think could be more it um, c- could be a bigger topic in schools. I've seen, mm-hmm. I've seen a couple of schools are doing like mindfulness educating, which I think is just so important because it's not always just as cliche as sitting and breathing. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes you're just like, you know, if if people aren't into mindfulness and they're not into meditation, they probably think that's just like stupid and pointless. But yeah. just being mindful is a lot to do with the type of thoughts that you're allowing. Uh, yourself the obsess over the type of, you know, thought habits that you have and just being mindful of that, you know, information overload and getting yourself overwhelmed and stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. It would it would just be so greatly, you know, beneficial. Um, Agreed. For younger ones. Well, for me, anyway. <laughs> um, anything else? Um. Did you have...
0: shed light on yeah
1: I I don't know if I don't know if it's actually advice but it's just something that I've noticed like it's just I feel like you know with the type of people that I probably would have been friends with younger Mm -hmm. um like I I see like see the likes of you you have like a big friend group Mm -hmm. um and it's all girls and it's all girls that you've knew from maybe school or whatever but I've never really had that I've had like one or two three very close friends from completely different backgrounds that I've met through different jobs or you know school or uni or whatever so yeah. it's just that for me it was like that what am I doing wrong why do I not have a big girl group why do I not go on girls holidays and you know that kind of pressure that you know you have to fit into that kind of norm mm-hmm. Um, and I think that you know it's okay to again go your own way and have you know different types of relationships and it doesn't always have to look exactly like everybody else's you know so stop comparing your your life to to others or what they're doing or how they're getting along because the friendships that I do have the you know that you know three or four very close people they're like super super solid do you know what I mean?
0: yeah definitely and
1: obviously that's happened for a reason you know and then you know there's sometimes whenever I am with a gr- big group of people and I just get lost like my voice just gets lost I just mm-hmm. don't know how to it's just something that I've just never been involved in so it's just being okay with that you know and not yeah. thinking that there's something wrong with you you know and you're should be doing things a certain way but like with the thing with big friendship groups like
0: we're all like in a big friendship group but we, we don't even see each other that much. Do you know what I uh-huh. mean? Like, people who are best friends with people would see each other probably a lot more than we would see each other. And, mm-hmm. like, everyone has their own sort of people as well. Like, every single person in that group has their own outside friends outside of that group too. Mm-hmm. Sort of thing. So, it's just one of them things. But, um, yeah. yeah, I enjoy being in a big friendship group, but I also enjoy having, like, really small, close friends as well. Uh huh.
1: Yeah, I don't know why that came to mind. It's just something that I've always kind of thought about because, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been the complete opposite, and I do envy people that have big friend groups and stuff. I think it's like, it's like almost like you couldn't run out of like if you wanted to do something. Like I have like three people, and like whereas other people might have a lot more people to text. I so uh, they have a lot more to get.
0: They have a lot more people, but they all be at the head of each other. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: so let me just think of another one here um let me see yeah this one um I wish I had a new is people not in a bad way but people don't actually think or overly care mm-hmm. that much about what you're doing for it mm-hmm. to affect you so mm-hmm. I think it's like this thing that you're too scared to do something you're too scundered to do something you don't want you know you're afraid of other people kind of judging but what i've a big thing that i've realized over the last couple of years is it's it people don't think about you as much as you think they do for it I to put agree. you off something mm-hmm. like you know it, it just you know it's it, it, you know people are not selfish but they're they're kind of thinking about their own problems they're thinking about yeah. their own journeys they're not sitting at home thinking about oh my god I can't believe Alpitha be on Anya decided to do a podcast like what you know that's just not a conversation that the people that you think are gonna have like they don't no, care no. like you do you do what it is that you want to do and you know don't worry about other people's opinions yeah I
0: totally like that one 'Cause I, I remember being stuck in my head so much about sort of what people were thinking about me and then I realised someone says to me something one day, being like, Anya, you don't you, you're thinking too much about this that these people are pure talking about you behind your back, but they actually don't give two fucks what you're doing.
1: Yeah, no, they <laughs> really like, don't. You
0: know, it's so true. Because see when it comes to it and you think about it the other way around, you don't care what people do either. So
1: Yeah. Like I'm not gonna sit at home and think about fucking the uh, whatever person that's opened this business and is doing this and is doing that like I'm thinking about myself
0: although and I am my top top overthinker,
1: so <laughs> top overthinker. so I guarantee I've probably yeah. thought about
0: every single person I know I'm <laughs> under- <No>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um so I think that did we t- did we miss anything out that we wanted to say there just from um don't think so not massively um
0: the only thing was about sort of making mistakes along the way of your journey, which mm-hmm. I think is a good a good thing to factor in as well. Um mm-hmm. obviously people don't think that when they're younger they're gonna make mistakes, but they happen. Like they happen without you even realising sometimes that they're happening. Mm-hmm. And it will cause distress to you, but you need to remember that making mistakes is a part of living as a human being. Like that's that's how we're built is to sort mm-hmm. of do stuff like that and you need to learn to forgive yourself for if you do make a mistake like that's the number one factor and sort of let that shit go
1: yeah uh, quoting our last podcast i know if you haven't actually listened, did, let didn't that I stress <laughs> go <laughs> let that stress yeah go, girl. yeah and um probably along with that i would say it's okay to start something from scratch and um you're never too old to kind of start from scratch and redo something if you have made a mistake so mm-hmm. just bloody go for it right um and we says we're going to start doing quote of the week oh i forgot to look up quotes so, did you get one
0: no but i just googles it there i right let's see um I don't know whether it should okay, have been a, more prepared. Should it go for a real cheesy one, or should it go for like no,
1: go for like a more relatable, maybe to this to this Okay, what did we talk about? <laughs> Things I wish I had known. Right. Um. Okay, so I have found one from Beyonce. Was it Beyonce? Beyonce, <laughs> Beyonce always has the wisdom. Um. So it says if everything was perfect you would never learn and you would never grow so in hindsight we're pretty grateful that we didn't know all these things because we learned them all later in life (laughs) still more learning to do still more growing to do yeah
0: and we'll make a podcast about it (laughs) well thank you so much
1: for joining in this week see you all uh, next week and um yep give us a subscribe a comment a like a share or whatever you want if you have listened to this and you have enjoyed it thank you and goodbye bye